whether you're overweight, suffer from an eating disorder, you're navigating specific health challenges, or you just want to get the most out of your health and of course your life, mindful eating can help reestablish a natural and healthy connection with the way we approach and relate to food and our bodies. Savoring food is meant to be a delightful experience and a source of joy. However, our complex and often conflicting relationship with food can rob us of this simple pleasure and nourishment it's meant to bring. Integrating mindful eating into our daily lives can help us reclaim that basic satisfaction and make eating a truly gratifying part of our lives. It also has the potential to liberate us from the burdens of food choice guilt or the scrutiny of constant calorie counting. And it can even address more profound challenges such as overeating, emotional or comfort eating, and even recovery from eating disorders. In today's episode, we're going to take a bit of a look at the definitions of mindful eating, the origins, and of course, the benefits to your overall mind-body health. Let's do it. A huge and heartfelt welcome to the Mindful Eating and Inner Healing Podcast. I'm Larissa Halls, your host, and I have created this space just for you. The one who's tired of putting in a massive effort towards your mind, body, health, or weight loss attempts, yet feel like you're not really getting anywhere. You just want to get to the root cause and break through the block standing between you and a bright future filled with vitality, profound healing, and a harmonious relationship with your mind, your body, and food. You're done with the experts and the Insta health gurus telling you what to do to gain optimal health. What you're really craving is actionable guidance on how to actually create the change you crave. And you're ready. Actually, you're beyond ready to approach your health in a holistic way and embrace your whole self and your own unique wellness journey. For me, this began as a deeply personal experience after being diagnosed with a tumor the size of a small planet in my head when I was age 24. Now, with over 20 years of professional experience in the wellness space, I've guided thousands of people towards improved fitness and nutrition, major personal breakthroughs, and deeply profound mind-body healing. So get ready for an enriching ride of mindful eating inner healing and enlightening self-discovery. Let the exploration begin. Oh my gosh. I remember sitting down after this stressful and energy draining, demanding day at work. I planned to do some exercise, go and take my dog for a walk, but my energy levels were way below baseline and my mind felt laser locked like one of those Air Force jets on its target. Like in Top Gun Maverick and it was so it was laser locked towards seeking out the exact food I needed to consume to lift my mood, balance my my rising stress levels and simply all around make me feel better. As I scanned my options, my mind sought solace in the comforting arms of the leftover ice cream I remembered was wedged up in the back of the freezer. Yes, yes, I had totally forgotten about that ice cream. 
I was so happy I didn't have to jump in my car and go up to the 7-Eleven on the corner because that just felt like so much effort in the moment. But I would have resorted to that. My actions and mind were so erratic in that moment. They were erratic as a flickering flame in a gusty storm, swaying unpredictably between moments of, I can't get this ice cream into me quick enough, and you should really be out walking right now, like your original plan, Larissa. (sighs) Oh God, I've completely stuffed my diet. I'm also going to be so bloated tomorrow, thanks to being lactose intolerant. Seriously. Why don't you have any willpower when everyone else you seem to know seems to have it all together? I'm never going to reach my goal weight ever. Why did I even bother spending hundreds of dollars last week at the naturopath to give me a program? Well, I um, then looked down to an empty ice cream container. The ice cream was gone. I hadn't even actually tasted or fully immersed myself into the joy or the pleasure that I was actually seeking from it. Maybe the first bite before my mind took a hold of me, putting me into a whirlwind of self-doubt, guilt and regret. Hmm, okay, my mind said, I'm pretty sure there's some biscuits in the cupboard. Yes! And then the cycle repeated itself. I really wish I knew back then what I know now. One, that your mind can either be your best friend or your worst enemy. Two, my problem wasn't actually with food. It was with my inability to manage my emotional state and lack of stress-relieving practices. Well, besides eating and drinking, that was pretty much it. And three, mindful eating could have actually brought me to the center of the joy or the pleasure I was seeking through food to balance out my stress and emotions. If only I knew how to shut up my mind and enjoy the moment. Thanks to mindfulness, my relationship with myself, my emotions and food has taken a full 360 degree turn. Through the practice of mindfulness, full disclosure here, which I once judged as lacking depth and boring, but not anymore, I discovered a profound shift in how I relate to myself, navigate my emotions, and also engage with food. The once tumultuous waves of self-doubt and emotional turmoil began to settle, replaced by a calm and compassionate, more empowering dialogue with myself. Most of the time, (laughs) mindfulness became my anchor, grounding me in the present moment and allowing me to respond to my emotions with clarity rather than this reactive impulsivity like a crazy woman. It extended its transformative touch to my relationship with food, turning meals into this mindful union rather than this battlefield of guilt and restriction. This 360 degree transformation, it wasn't just about how I ate or how I looked. It was really this um, holistic metamorphosis encompassing my mindset, my emotions, and of course, my overall well-being. Mindfulness like a guiding light led me to a place of self-acceptance and empowered choice. It fostered a healthier and more harmonious connection with myself and of course, the world around me. 
And this is exactly why I'm here to share it with you today. And this podcast itself is called Mindful Eating and Inner Healing. Although I once thought it was lackluster, lacked depth and was boring, it couldn't be anything from that. Actually, it's kind of like the complete opposite to all of that. Where did it all begin? Well, mindful eating has its roots in ancient mindfulness practices, particularly derived from the Buddhist teachings. The concept draws inspiration from mindfulness meditation, which emphasizes being fully present and attentive to the current moment. In the context of eating, this means bringing full awareness to the experience of consuming food. The Buddhist practice of mindfulness, known as sati in Pali and smriti in Sanskrit, involves cultivating awareness, attention and presence in everyday activities, including, of course, eating. Mindful eating shares principles with Zen teachings where practitioners are encouraged to engage in all senses and appreciate each bite with complete attention. Now, the modern application of mindful eating emerged in the 20th century with experts like John Kabat-Zinn incorporating mindfulness into the Western therapeutic practice. I love sharing John Kabat-Zinn's definition of mindfulness. It's pretty simple. It's mindfulness means paying attention in a particular way on purpose in the present moment and non-judgmentally. Oh, where was he when I needed that? (laughs) This definition encapsulates the essence of mindfulness, emphasizing intentional and non-judgmental awareness of the current moment. This would have come in real handy when I was spending half of my precious time judging my actions all day long. John Kabat-Zinn founded the Mindfulness-Based Stress Reduction Program and Clinic. This has been instrumental in really introducing mindfulness practices into the mainstream healthcare system and wellness fields. I delve much deeper into mindfulness itself, the tenets of mindfulness and the application of mindfulness in my online course, Mindful Eating, Mindset and Metabolism Mastery. So for today, overall, mindful eating's evolved from these contemplative traditions blending Eastern philosophy with contemporary insights into well-being and nutrition. Now let's just move into the juicy part. We're going to explore some key research findings that highlight the profound benefits of cultivating mindfulness in our approach to food or our approach to eating and healing from negative food triggers. So the first one's weight management. Research indicates that mindful eating can really contribute to weight management. And it does this by fostering a heightened awareness of hunger and fullness cues, reducing overeating and promoting a healthier relationship with food. So basically having a connection with our body and noticing our body's feedback rather than being distracted by the phone, some other random thought or a mental game you're playing with yourself. Or like me berating yourself because you think what you're eating shouldn't be what you were eating right in that moment. (laughs) So the second one is our digestive health. Mindful eating has actually been associated with improved digestion. 
by learning to slow down and savor each bite, we can experience better digestion. It can reduce discomfort and enhance nutrient absorption. Let's face it, like what we eat, we want to get the most out of what we eat. Now, the third one is emotional well-being. Research suggests that practicing mindfulness while eating can positively impact emotional well-being. And by cultivating a non-judgmental awareness of thoughts and feelings related to food, we may be able to reduce emotional eating and develop healthier coping mechanisms. Yes, thank you, mindfulness. This is the journey that I've been on. And let's face it, I'm still learning to conquer different aspects and different triggers that are surfacing. Now, the fourth one we're looking at today is blood sugar regulation. Preliminary research indicates that mindful eating can play a role in managing blood sugar levels. The practice encourages a more balanced and thoughtful approach to food choices, potentially benefiting those with diabetes or um, pre-diabetes or metabolic syndrome, anyone who's at risk of developing um, blood sugar issues. Now, the fifth one is stress reduction. Mindfulness practices, including mindful eating, have been linked to reduce stress levels. Now, by approaching meals with a calm and present mind, we may be able to mitigate stress-related eating patterns and enhance overall resilience to stress. Now, the thing is, when we're stressed, blood flow is um, shunted, blood flow and energy moves away from the process of digestion and is used up in the stress response. This I go into, actually, I have like a whole module in mindful eating mindset and metabolism mastery just on stress. Now, actually, this is the last one and the best one. Mindful eating can enhance our enjoyment of food. Let's face it. Most of us are, um, besides general daily nourishment, we actually look for pleasure out of food, right? So mindful eating emphasizes savoring each bite. It helps us foster a deeper appreciation for all the beautiful richness and flavors and textures of the food we eat. Research also suggests that people who engage in mindful eating may experience greater enjoyment of their meals. And this overall leads to a more satisfying experience with food. Now, geez, who who doesn't want that, right? So these research-backed insights, they emphasize the transformative power of being present and intentional in our relationship with food and show how the benefits extend extend far beyond eating itself. Now, everyone and anyone can count calories, right? But do you know how to overcome the tight grips of the urge to overeat or how to overcome emotional eating or take the steps to recover from binge eating problems? Mindful eating can really help manage our mind and our behavior relating to all of these behaviors. Now, a quick little recap before I invite you to explore this week's action step. Mindful eating can help us tune into our body's own wisdom about what, when, and how much to eat. I always say wisdom needs a little space to surface. 
And when we're rushing around all the time and we're moving from one thing to the other, we don't give this wisdom or this connection to our intuitive or our higher self any time at all to surface and speak. Mindful eating also allows us to eat less while feeling fully satisfied. It helps us identify our habits and our patterns with food. Now, if you listen to our last episode, I explained how quite often food is an effect rather than a cause, but we focus of a problem, of our overweight problem or our overeating problem, but we focus on the food rather than the cause. Just like at the beginning of this show today, my story, it was like, well, food I thought was the problem, right? Food and my willpower. But what my problem was really was my lack of strategy strategies to balance my stress and I would have done anything not to feel my emotions. I I didn't know the beautiful art of welcoming emotions. All I knew was how to suppress them, right? (laughs) And look, that can help us when we have strong emotions that we don't know what to do with. But long-term, stuffing down emotions, it affects our physical, mental, and emotional health. So mindful eating helps to to identify some of the root causes of our habits and patterns, our food behaviors, I call it. And mindful eating also helps us develop a more compassionate attitude towards our own struggles with eating. Like rather than sitting there and just berating yourself like I did, like Larissa, you're such an idiot. You have no willpower. You're never going to be able to do this you might be able to add to that list, right? And so can I. That is not an exhaustive list of some of the awful things I've said to myself over the years, but I'm in recovery from smack talk to myself and I wish that many of us stop bullying ourselves. (laughs) So mindful eating, it really isn't about perfection, but it's about cultivating awareness and fostering a healthy connection with the nourishment we provide with our bodies. Now, whether you're seeking weight management, emotional well-being, or just simply a more enjoyable dining experience, the practice of mindfulness has shown its potential to really make a meaningful difference. And I, I invite you to start taking more notice, more notice through the next week of how you relate to food what you're doing when you eat, and what you're thinking about. Consider incorporating small mindful eating practices in your daily routine. So whether it's savoring the flavors a little bit more, tuning in and listening to your body's hunger cues, or being present with each bite, these simple steps can pave the way for a more fulfilling and balanced relationship with food. If you feel this gentle little pull of wanting to discover more and immerse yourself into the world of allowing mindfulness to transform your relationship with eating, thinking and feeling and even how you relate to your body, consider popping over to the information page on my Mindful Eating Mindset and Metabolism Mastery course. Now, what I'll do is I'll pop the link in the show notes or you can visit everydayinspiration.co forward slash eat mindful. This is an eight-week 
just go at your own pace, transformative course, diving into mindful eating to enhance your health and also your relationship to food. It will help you and your ability to overcome cravings, stress and emotional and comfort eating, and even conquering the urges to binge eat. Now, if you're not ready for any of that, you're just inquisitive and you want to learn the steps just to the eating part of mindfulness, I do a one-hour workshop once or twice a month on the steps to mindful eating. I just call it the Mindful Eating Masterclass and I just teach you, I call it the Mindful Eating Cascade. It's a seven-step approach to mindful eating. I'll pop the link in the show notes for that one as well. Now, as I wrap up this episode, I encourage you, just to take a moment for reflection. Consider the information I've shared today and any insights and how it resonated with your own relationship to yourself, your thoughts, feelings, or food. What small intentional steps could you take to Redefine your relationship with food, your health and well-being. Always reminding myself and everyone that working on our health is a continuous journey. It's not this one-stop shop. It's not a destination. If you found value in today's discussion, please share it with someone you love or someone that might benefit. You have the chance to make a difference every day in your own life and, of course, the lives of others. Connect with our community online, share your thoughts, and let's support each other in our mindful eating endeavors. I'll pop the link to our show notes and the Facebook discussion post, or you can find it at everydayinspiration.co forward slash podcast. This is at number two. And finally, please consider subscribing to the podcast. I'd love you to leave a review and stay tuned for more episodes. Our next episode, episode three, is an introspective healing meditation. So I can't wait to share that one with you. Next, remember your commitment to your well-being is a powerful force and I'm here to support you every step of the way. Until next time, take a deep breath. Savor the journey and embrace the opportunity to live with everyday inspiration. Your host, Larissa Halls.